Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Pines shines in Orchard Park. Dak is crap. Bye-bye, Rogers. Dolphins? Really? Next on Around the Couch. Welcome back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the folks at the DVR Podcast Network. That's us. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com, and you can become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. Support the podcast. Solo and I are going to be covering the mayor of Kingstown. The new season, season two, starts this Sunday. So you'll be getting two pods on the feed starting next week. But this week, we have an amazing podcast because it's playoff time, baby. And we're ready to roll by introducing everyone who is in the podcast, which I almost forgot to do. <laughs> that voice, of course, that you heard is Solo. Solo, how you doing, pal? How's your week been? Oh, it's been a busy, busy week. Um, I haven't been up to date on a lot of my pods, uh, but, I, you know, I, of course, I had to listen to Cousin Sound and the Boys at Extra Points. They're Vegas. Yeah, uh, I wanted so to go so bad, but I really couldn't. But the, the amount of fun they have and the stories, oh, my God. It, I love everyone at that freaking network. So, uh, And, of course, catching up on Lombardi, my boy Lombardi, who I think he ca- called Cade York Chris Davis. Or something anyway, but, but I love it. You know, Lombardi's our guy and I, I love that Lombardi line. Thank you for, cause I, I would listen to the GM shuffle, but you introduced me to the Lombardi line and I, I freaking have to listen to that every day. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm doing good, buddy. That's awesome. And speaking of Georgia, Brett, how are you doing basking in the glory of college football winning this? Well, I'm actually doing quite wonderful. Um, still pretty, uh, elated over that beat down on Monday night. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure how the rest of the country feels, but obviously Georgia fans feel pretty good. Um, kind of lamenting the end of, uh, the NFL season as well, but you know, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting uh, ready to talk about it. Awesome. We are going to do that tonight. And of course, Andy will be talking with us too. How are you doing, pal? Well, I'm excited to finally record this podcast so I can stop playing Ring Around the Rosie like I've been doing with Sunday since Luke and we're watching the Chiefs do it on the field. So let's talk some football. (laughs) All right, baby. Ring Around the Rosie, a pocket full of playoffs. Touchdowns, touchdowns. Tua falls down. (laughs) That should have been the cold open. What the hell? I was trying to list all the quarterbacks that are going to be out that don't make the playoffs as exciting as they really should be because I think that kind of is a a secondary story to this week. But we'll talk about that as we get to our different uh, games. But um, what are we doing now? Let's see. Oh. And well, gonna go what do you want to do? What are we going to? Are we going to the week 17 drama? Are we going to the final picks? What do you, what are we doing? Well, Solo? this is the thing. This is the thing because I was driving today. Um, I was uh, checking out a theater in Beverly Hills and I was driving through the canyons and I had NFL ne- and all this NFL crazy news, like coaches getting fired, yeah. jets talk, David Carr. Talk. So like, I'm like, 
I know it's off season stuff, but maybe we save it till maybe a little later. I don't know. Uh, you know what, Axel? Why don't we have Ando just get into our picks, see who's crowned the victor, see who everyone has to bend the knee to, and then we mm-hmm. can talk about the playoff <laughs> drama. I, I, that's what I'm thinking. Suspicious, but let's do it. Ando, uh, why don't it's, you tell it's us? Real. Yeah, who's the champion? Yeah, it, it's real shocking that Solo wanted to get cut mm-hmm. right to the chase because, the la- well, last week's results, him and I had the most picks right, nine and seven. Axel fell behind and did not catch Heath and at seven and nine and Brett's reverse psychology. If he would have just not done the reverse thing would have won the week, but he finished at six and 10. And that means solo has been crowned the champion of the regular season. So congratulations. Well, thank you. But it was, let me tell you, I mean, what 18 games over 500 or other heads, not very good, but you know, Hey, for our, for our little circle, it is, I guess. Right. Well, in this this last week, I mean, the games were terrible, and the games half the people didn't play. So, I, I thought it was good that we all actually didn't go zero and sixteen or whatever it was this last right, week. Right, so. right. So, yeah, I don't know if we really want to go through any of the games. There really isn't that much to talk about from the games from last week, besides Lovey Smith screwing his his team that he knew he was going to be fired by. I mean, what else was there? Does anybody really want to talk about anything from last week's games? <laughs> um, well, I do think the Chargers keeping all their starters in the whole game and, and mm. still losing to the Broncos <laughs> was, <laughs> was kind of a doofusy thing to do. Um, and getting, uh, what's his name hurt? Mike Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah. And nobody, it, that's like the Lamar injury where you don't know what's going on. I heard knee. I heard back. I heard. He's okay now, but I mean, either way, that was a dumb move. Yeah, this weekend, I mean, it was, it felt a lot. We were texting it. It just, it felt a lot like preseason, didn't it? Mm-hmm. There was really, what, what games mattered? The Lions Packers game mattered. The Seahawks were able to barely beat the Rams, right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's and another one. OT. Seattle was playing for their playoff lives, and they yeah. still almost lost to that crappy Rams. No, they won. Well, they almost lost, though. I mean, yeah. it went oh, 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 I was going to say, wait a minute, did I miss something? I'm <laughs> really been a busy week. I'm like the I guess I, I would Lions say- are in the playoffs then. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> speak. That was that's what I was going to say. To me, that was the game of the weekend. Um which was the lions at the Packers and the way that the lions won that game and keeping, uh, Andy's favorite and Luke's favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of playoffs. Oh, and mine, of course. Don't yeah. forget. Yes, yes. So that was, that was good though. That was a fun. And I think that was actually, you know, that was like a fun way to kind of end that day. Um, which I and guess you know there was season. there was one other good game too the Jacksonville game the Titans Jacksonville game was actually ended up being a really fun game by the end too true mm-hmm. true that was but that seems game. like it was weeks ago by now so I know doesn't it God yeah the whole thing. yeah and it stinks because like I said with the Dol- like without two of this Dolphins team in the playoffs I'd rather see the Steelers in there or God even the Patriots but I mean. Um, you know, the Dolphins ended up beating the Jets. and I, It was just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm happy for Lachlan. He's a Dolphins fan, your son. So I'm happy about that. But, I mean, they should get smoked. 
And then, but but what went on in Orchard Park? Naheem Hines, two kickoff returns Oof. for touchdowns to open the game. I mean, if that ain't a sign, I mean, with the Demar Hamlin stuff, the emotion to run a kickoff back to open the game and to get a second one against a Belichick yeah. team with Nick Folk can't kick past the five yard line on kickoffs, like it's in, it, that was electric. It was, and it was a bit of justice for the Jets, who the Patriots ran back two kicks against the Jets, if you remember. <laughs> so I kind of like that, and I was happy that the Patriots were prevented from getting into the playoffs. But yeah, I agree with you on the Dolphins, and I actually said that to Lachlan. I was like, look, you should be happy, but I mean beating the Jets 11 to six, really nine to six because of that <laughs> safety of the ball running out, out of the end zone on laterals. I don't even really have much to say about the Jets game. That that game was meaningless. And yeah. it's just really to talk about the offseason stuff, you know, but the uh, for the Dolphins just barely, that's, yeah, that was kind of the worst case scenario for the AFC playoff spot there, wasn't it? Yeah, because, I mean, we were looking at, I mean, Lions and Steelers, we had talked about, would probably be the best mm-hmm. sevens. Now mm-hmm. you got, you know, the Niners in Seattle. Put your money on somebody. And, and, I mean, and then the Dolphins, unfortunately, just, I mean, there's no way. I mean, I know it's the NFL and anything can happen, but if Skylar Thompson, uh, you know, all of a sudden becomes Johnny U, I'd be shocked. I think Buffalo, you know. But it just would have been nice. Imagine if it was Buffalo Steelers, Lions, Niners. Mm-hmm. Then you got me super stoked mm-hmm. and excited. Like, yeah. I'm always excited for playoffs, but you know what I mean? It just, it's too bad we didn't get the, the matchups that, that should have happened, but, uh, but we're still going to watch and enjoy. Yeah, I was pulling for Geno, but by the time that game ended, and it was time for the Lions game, I was like, damn it, I kind of wish the Lions, you know, like, because <laughs> I, I, the Seahawks played so poorly in that game. And I just think, yeah, I don't think they have any shot. I think both of those games are going to be over within the first quarter, which is unfortunate yeah. for playoff games. But I don't, what do you think, Brett? We haven't heard your voice. Yeah, not a whole lot to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My my team, the Falcons, Buccaneers, that really was like a preseason game because the Bucs were locked into the four seed. The Falcons, they wanted to win. They did win. Um, for some reason, Tom Brady played like five series um, before he was pulled out of the game. Um, it does count as a victory, though, because Tom Brady was previously undefeated against Atlanta in his career, and now he has the one loss. So I'm counting it. Um, you have not, to. Yeah, yeah take it. I to say, though. Um, the Falcons on the whole, I, I think they had a successful season. Um, just kind of looking back at it on the whole, they, they kind of bit the bullet with all the dead money, knowing that it was going to kind of be a lost season, a rebuilding season. You had Tyler Algier set the uh, – uh, record for most um, yards in a season for for a run, running back for the franchise, and you had Drake London set the record for most receptions uh, in a season for a rookie Falcon. So the fact that you got both of those guys 
having the rookie years that they had on offense, you had a defense that I think is going to be better. Still need to see more, but they're also super young. Like the whole team is super young. So I feel like the future is bright. And uh, going into next year, you're going to have a lot of money to spend. And uh, you just got to draft well and see what happens. Yeah. And wasn't London was hurt for a few games too, wasn't he? Yeah, he. I think he did miss at least one full game, maybe two. And I, I was thinking too. There was at least I remember watching him a couple games early where Mariota. It seemed like kind of almost cost him the game. I wonder. I mean, they could have had a much better. So they could have easily been in the playoffs. I think they really could have been, um, just because of that division was so bad. And I mean, the Falcons and the Bucks, and probably. I mean, you could say the Saints and the Panthers too. All had several games that could that could have gone either way. Um, speaking of the Buccaneers, you win your division at eight and nine. But if you recall that ridiculous Saints game where they were down seventeen to three with like six minutes left in the game, mm-hmm. or sixteen to three, and um, Mark Ingram. Totally screwed up that game. Oh, that's right. Out of bounds thing. Where he ran <laughs> out of bounds at, yep. the, at the first down marker, except he ran out a yard shy of the marker. If he had just run out of bounds a yard past the marker, they would have drained another couple minutes off the clock. There's, I don't think there's any way the Bucks would have come came back and won that game. And then if you look at the final standings, the Saints are 7-10. and 10. They would have been eight and nine, and the Bucks would have been seven and ten. So that that literally that one idiotic brain lapse or whatever happened to him there could have cost his team the division and a playoff spot. But that's how tight it was in the crappy NFC South. Like you could probably point to, you know, several games where one or two plays could have turned the whole division. Um, but you know that, and and that's that's another bright spot for the Falcons next year because. At least on paper, it doesn't look like the division is going to be much better, especially if Brady retires or moves on to another team. So the yeah. division is right there for the taking. But so, com- but it's actually very competitive. You know, they might not all be good, yeah. but they're all close in in each in talent level. That's true. Well, and yeah. I mean, the good yeah. thing for the Falcons too is that by not winning that, they don't have to. I mean, they weren't going to make a deep run in the playoffs even if they did make the playoffs, and now the Bucs have to play a first-place schedule next year that the Falcons will not have to play. Bucks' schedule for next year is tough. Mm-hmm. Besides, the, who knows who the QB is going to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be Blaine Gabbert or, I don't know, uh, with true. the Minnesota Gophers quarterback. <laughs> is he going to be in the draft? <laughs> no, he, uh, no. Actually, when uh, he played his last snap, P.J. Fleck, the head coach here, said, you're always welcome to come coach for me. So I don't think there was any danger <laughs> of going pro. Yeah, it's, but, hmm, it's just crazy if you look at it because I'm just now looking at the final standings, and that is the closest division. The Falcons are fortunate that they actually finished last yeah. after tiebreakers, mm-hmm. even though they're 7-10, and 10, the same as – the Saints and the Panthers, which means they actually draft first as well. So they get the seventh right. overall, yep. and they and they get to play the last place schedule. So a little bit of a break there as well. Well, I know that they they outperformed the uh, 
they outperformed our predictions from the uh, preview pod we did at the beginning of the year. The three of us that were on all picked them to finish last, but we we picked them to be like way were like maybe three or four wins. There was some not very nice things said by, I believe all three of us about the Falcons and their chances. <laughs> this year. So they definitely, uh, they definitely outperformed expectations. I, I, if I were you, I would be, I mean, it sucks not being in the playoffs, but I would be optimistic. But yeah, the moral, man. Brett, the moral of the story is we picked them to, to finish last and they did. That's all <laughs> you need to know. Exactly. No. <laughs> well, I know Vegas, they have, they have the over under win total for all the teams. And I think the Falcons were like four and a half wins over under. So, you know, anybody who bet the over on them scored some money. Mm. Well, I guess that was the Falcons year in review. Should I do the Jets year in review now? <laughs> I just have one. I have my question for Brett as we I kind of liked it, how you went through and we each had like kind of questions for him um, before we get to the Jets in review. Axel, can I ask my question? Please. Like prisoners get one phone call. <laughs> I get my one question <laughs> on the pod. Uh, Brett, so I, I really want you to um, the whole Kyle Pitts thing how he was just not used. He didn't play well, but I don't think anyone to throw to him. I mean, what is, and then he got hurt, of course. I mean, that was a high pick and I expect a bounce back year from him. What, what is kind of the buzz in Atlanta about him? Uh, The the buzz has kind of died down. Um, I think the jury is still out. I mean, everyone loves his raw talent, but, he just was so underutilized this year and that could have been, you know, a Mariota problem. I, I, we know that the Arthur Smith does like to run the ball. He likes that balance. So you may not get as many pass attempts as you would in the, in a, the average offense, but that could change, you know, depending on the quarterbacks. So it would have been nice to see Desmond Ritter in there with Kyle Pitts at the same time mm-hmm. to see if he what you know became a favorite target. So that's one thing to look out for. I, I'm still optimistic on Pitts that he's gonna play a big role. And, you know, I think that's gonna play out possibly next year or in training camp, we'll see. Yeah, because he kind of like the cause he was drafted so high, he was expected to pick up the offense. And who knows, based on system Maybe you got drank a lot and maybe he needs a few more weapons where he's not the number one or whatever. And then he could all of a sudden open things up. You know, it'd be interesting. Again, a lot of it was scheme and getting him the ball and uh, hopefully more weapons they get to add to Algier and London. Um, and well, you need a quarterback. I mean, I imagine Tom Brady with Pitts, you know, I'm sure Tom would use him pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry to bring that up. I I have a tendency to bring up bad mojo or Joe Juju (laughs) or whatever it's called. I I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. (laughs) You'll you'll have your opportunity to send Tom Brady into the sunset. Uh, I hope. uh, I don't know. You guys are going to have to talk with me through it. We'll we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, I don't want to talk about it yet. I want to stay happy. So, Axel, before about you start Jets. talking, <laughs> before you talk about the Jets here, Axel, I got some. I have some quotes from our preseason show, and I want to. I want to ask you. <laughs> I, these are your thoughts from what going into the season, okay. and I want to ask you what you think about them now. Okay, cool, love it. Okay, you predicted the Jets to finish five and twelve. Okay, 
all, all, all three of us predicted them to be last. And we, I, Heath and I both offered our apologies multiple times on that show. You, <laughs> you, you predicted the defense would be a lot better, but you also said by the end of the season, you wanted Soleil to be gone. You wanted the GM to be gone. The, uh, you were obviously were very down on Zach Wilson. The exact quote was the motherfucker is not winning games and he's not even fun to watch. <laughs> so are, are all of those things still true? And what were your expectations or how, how did the jets perform for you this year? What did you think of their season? Okay. I love the quotes. Thank you for pulling those. And, uh, um, so the jets finished seven and 10 last place. Patriots were eight and nine dolphins, nine and eight bills, 13 and three. Um, obviously the bills are, fantastic um i mean i really think it's a tale of two seasons and that's Brees and no Brees, and the quarterback situation i mean we started the season with joe flacco right it was just it was going to be like that the whole season so that's that that is what it is um if maybe if Brees had been there who knows who knows what could have happened we probably looking at the schedule Maybe we would have beat the Lions, you know? Maybe we would have been to beat the Patriots one time. Um, I don't know. You know, we did beat well, the, the Bills once. So That's the crazy thing I thought about the Jets when I looked at some other stuff. Brees Hall played seven games, and he still led the team yes, in rushing. I was going to say that. <laughs> okay. Oh I, I didn't want to let that slut test that go. And so. he was <laughs> a force, though. He was such a force that it allowed the passing game, like it le- it gave room, right? which then totally evaporated and Mike White got hurt and Zach came back and then benched again. And then Flacco starts the last game. Then of course we fire, like Heath said, LaFleur got fired. LaFuck, the brother of LaFuck um, <laughs> gets fired, which, which it seemed like what I'm hearing is that that's what Woody Johnson wanted and solid did that's why they sold it as this thing like the press conference today sala was like yeah you know what happened was we were getting a lot of calls from other teams so we were just like yeah why don't you just go do that and i was like what 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 are you talking about just because he was getting interest from other teams which seems unlikely he he you just in the xfl yeah Yeah. to let him go (laughs) it's his buddy right I mean, for, I think Sala has been friend, has known him since he was a little kid because he knows his older brother, right? They're friends. So, well, Lombardi called him best friends on his yeah. podcast, the, one of the ones this week. And he always says, yeah. I've known him for, for 20 years, and he's 36. So he knew him <laughs> since he was like 15, 16 years old, right? So he didn't want him to go, but I think what – what Joe Douglas wanted, I don't know, but it seems that Woody wanted him gone. So now you're going to have to find an offensive coordinator for a team that doesn't have a quarterback that is looking for a new quarterback. Um, but look, otherwise, I'm pretty excited. The team actually did a little bit better than I thought. And for a middle of the season there, when Brees was kicking ass and the, the and I was having fun, and look, Garrett Wilson's awesome, Sauce is awesome, uh, the Williams brothers, uh, the, so many defensive players played well or better than we thought they were going to play. So overall, like Brett, I have hope. Um, you know, would I have hoped that Woody Johnson maybe cleaned out? 
Mm, I think no. Asala has, for me, earned another year. I think, and that's mostly for the defense. You know, this was the biggest turnaround in 50 years in the NFL for a defense. So that, that says something. I'm happy about that. I'm excited. So I'm excited for next year. And you know what? In the off season, I get to hear about all the crazy quarterbacks that they're going after. You know, are they going to who they're going? Lamar, Jimmy G. Today, everybody's on all these podcasts talking about Tannehill. God, no, I hope not. Um, David Carr, d- yeah, David Carr, Derek Carr, Derek, Derek Carr, Carr, yeah, Derek Carr. That's another one. I was actually people we were arguing on text today. A hustler was like, "Carr's a punk. Carr's a punk." Um, <laughs> but. Who knows what's going to happen? I honestly think if you got any of those guys, if it was Carr, Jimmy G, even Tannehill, this team could win eight or nine games. I think we could win a couple more games because it's a it's a it's even a miracle that they won as many games as they did with all the shitty right. quarterback play that happened. So I do I th- and but the, I didn't even say do I think Lafleur should have got fired. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't really think it's going to make that big of a difference, to be honest with you, because I think the talent on the team has to be there. So we'll see what happens next year. I, All in all, I had a fun year. This was the most fun I've had in year, maybe since Fitzpatrick or something and all that shit, you know? The, the, this was a fun year. So I, as a football fan... Even though we didn't make the playoffs, we could have blah, blah, blah. But come on. If we would have made the playoffs, we'd just be just like Miami, where you know we would have gotten our asses kicked by the Bills. You know? I think we would have squeaked in. So, no, like, as Heath is fond of saying, Ken O'Brien wasn't coming through that door. <laughs> right? If we made the playoffs. He might have been better than Zach Wilson. Who, at this who's going to start in the playoffs? Chris Strevler, Joe Flacco, come on. You know what I mean? Well, so. and you know, kind of like I'm feeling about the Vikings. I'm not under the illusion the Vikings are going very deep, but there are so many good memories from this season. Yeah. You've still got that, I mean, that Bills memory, that's going to be an all-time Jets memory oh, for you. Come on. How about Sauce wearing the cheese head? I mean. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah the Packers game. Yeah. yeah there's that was some pretty awesome stuff. The, that was really the height of the season. Uh, and that was just, a, that was a, a ton of fun. So. You know, we had a we had a good run there, and then the Patriots brought us back down. But then we beat the Bills. But then you know, all the Zach and Mike White stuff happened, and I still have kind of. And I will like end by saying this: I hope the Jets retain Mike White because the last game that he played was not indicative of his talents because he was still hurt. The Jaguars game, he was still really hurt, or I should say, the Seahawks. Right, he was still really hurt. So I hope that they keep him, and I think he's. The kind was this? Of, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Was is this Mike White's second season with the Jets? Yes. So, what's the over under years Mike White will be with the Jets, or years of White Lotus? Because <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what, think about it. We just had season two of Mike White and Mike. <laughs> I think we're good. I think he's going to stick around on the team. Yeah, I think yeah. White Lotus is only going one more season, if I had to take a guess. I would agree with you, okay. Chris. Yeah, I think the over-under is three and a half on both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how old is Mike White? Is, how many years has he been in Which the league? Which one? 
I think he's oh. like 27 or 28. Yeah, originally fifth round pick of the Dallas Cowboys, spent a few years, and then went one year with the Giants, I believe. Uh, oh, no. Did he go? No, he did. I'm thinking of someone else. That's Cooper Rush. I'm sorry. My, uh, yeah, he's with the Cowboys and then then the Jets, I guess. Three years he's with 20, the Cowboys. 27. Maybe? Okay. There you How go. long is he under yeah. contract for? No, he's a he's free, a free agent. agent, I believe. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. But well, it'll be interesting. Oh, sorry, Axel. No, I'm just going to say, I think that they are going to keep him. I think. And I also think that he would actually be willing to take less money to stay with the Jets. And he may not even have to take less money because what will be the market for him out there, really? True. I mean, it would be for a backup. Yeah. I mean, I guess someone might overpay because, you know, Cooper Rush will probably leave. Who knows? I, I don't know if Dallas Dallas probably since they drafted him wouldn't sign him. But <clears throat> it really depends, I think, what the Jets do here. If they go hard after a car or something, you're going to have to pay them. And, you know, that's the thing. And I would Mike White stick around if they sign a, Der- a David, David or Derek Carr? Um, or a Lamar, they definitely wouldn't. But if they decide to go Jimmy G or something low, maybe a couple year guy. And I don't know. What, what do you guys think? So basically, one of the things I believe Bart Scott brought this up, which I thought was a great point. Love he him. said that, yeah, he's really Can't fun. He, 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 he's outspoken, hates the Cowboys. That's fine. But but I like him. <laughs> um, but he uh, he said that what happened was is that the young players, not counting the quarterback position, they kind of, they were so young, but they accelerated and started playing well, and Zach Wilson just didn't move with them. He was behind. So it's like they almost weren't ready for that. So the Jets have, you know, a young nucleus, a a defense that struggled at the end of the year, but with injuries, but have a great defense. So would a veteran quarterback be the right play? Because you don't want to draft someone who might be a couple of years behind, and then this team starts to play really well. That's why I always compared this Jets team to the 90 Cowboys. However, I did have Troy Aikman, but he was hurt a lot that year, and um, Babe Loffenberg had to come in, and uh, we missed the playoffs. So it's kind of really similar in a way. They don't have their franchise quarterback that got hurt. Well, they kind of did, but Zach Wilson isn't their franchise. Who so would, uh, who I, would be your? I like to hear everybody's picks. Who they think that would be a good fit for the Jets? Solo, hmm. what do you think? Um, for see, this is tough because, I mean, I think Lamar would be perfect. Whether that's going to happen, if if Lamar was, you know didn't get franchised or whatever. I wouldn't give up the farm for him, but if he becomes a legitimate unrestricted free agent, Lamar would be perfect for that damn team. He would be the one next. I think because I don't really love all the quarterbacks out there, maybe a Jimmy G to game manage, but like you can get that with Mike white, possibly even though Jimmy G is a little better than Mike white, but I don't know what Jimmy G's injuries too. So, um, and, you know, so I hope Lamar in New York would be like the best option. I think. What do you think, Brett? I'm thinking maybe CJ Stroud. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> He's still on the board. 
Maybe that. I like him more. Mm-hmm. I like him more than the Bama kid who's like 170 pounds. Yeah, just, Bryce Young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got to mix up. How tall is that? How tall is Stroud? Uh, good question. Two? Okay. Maybe he wouldn't be. Okay. I was, He's I, a little know, bit. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Don't call as well me as that. you guys do. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, know I don't how remember how big he is. is. He's but he's a I'm, good player, though. I'm on uh, Brett. I like we. That would be my choice. Uh, he's six three, by the way. Okay. Yeah, six I'm, three. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys got me onto that Levis dude. I he's he's yeah. a big dude. Well, I think if yeah. I, I mean if I had a if you could sign him to like a one or a two year deal, I would try and. I mean, Lamar obviously would be a great fit. But I would try and sign, and with the high draft pick they got, I would try and sign Derek Carr for a year, two years. I mean, you know he's going to be able to get it to the receivers, and he's going to he knows how to hand the ball. I mean, he he knows what he's doing. He's not going to his his limit isn't that high. But if you could sign him to a short deal, one or two year, and draft a quarterback, so the quarterback mm. can sit for a year and one of those top quarterbacks and not play him the first year. I mean. I don't. I don't think that would be a terrible. And then if Card absolutely shits the bed halfway through the season, you bring in the rookie. That would be my. Yeah. That'd be my cho- option and <clears throat> or my choice. Yeah. The, the only thing here, like I just worry about the Jets' O line and his happy feet that he did not like getting hit this year. Yeah. And so the the thing is with with Card, like if you want to trade for him, you have to take on his forty million dollar thing for next year, which I don't know if a lot of teams would do that, but would Carr be at 31 years old, be looking for a long-term deal? Would he do the couple of years? You know, what what happens if he gets released though? Do you know, I've heard some rumblings that he might just get released. Yeah, no, that's most likely what's going to happen because nobody's going to, I mean, because you could try to get like a, any type of pick form, any compensation, but you have to take on that $40 million he's owed next year, which I wouldn't. And you know. yeah, if you had if you had to sign in for forty million, I wouldn't want to do that either. That's why I'm saying if you could yeah. do a short term deal, I would try and do something like that, yeah. or Jimmy G on a short deal. But I think he's going to want a longer contract too. Yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. I mean, I think that you know Lafleur knew him uh, uh, from James Ford, 49ers. James Sawyer Ford, Matt Lafleur <laughs> knew him from the Forty ers So that seemed like Jimmy G would be a good fit, you know. It might mm-hmm. depend on who they bring in as the OC. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of with Brett in this. I like what you said, Andy. Bring someone in and then draft someone. Um, I like get. I like having a QB that's drafted. I know they don't have too good of a record right now. How would you feel? How would you feel if they uh, somehow convince number twelve to come up to New York? Uh, I would all of a sudden become a huge fan of Joe Rogan. <laughs> huge fan. Listen to I'd listen to all those podcasts. Um, I would be. I'm totally serious. <laughs> I, would, I mean, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. He wouldn't have to do much. You know what I'm saying? He'd have a lot of weapons. You know, you'd mm-hmm. have Elijah Moore. You, I mean, there. Come on, Elijah Moore is better than. Any, I think most of the receivers on the Packers, uh, except maybe that kid who came on. Oh, strong. I th- I was talking about the other twelve. Oh, who? The one in Tampa. Oh my God! No, I would 
I didn't even think about Rodgers. Oh, I thought you were talking about Aaron Rodgers because that has. Uh, sorry, been I forgot. There's two twelves. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Jim Kelly. Oh, okay. He'd be good too. Jim Kelly would be a dream, dude. I, I used to hate and love Jim Kelly. Um, oh, I love Jim Kelly because I think Brady's unrestricted after this <sighs> season. Fuck that, dude. No, no. There is a history of Packers QBs faking retirement and then going to the Jets. Yes, that is true. It sure is. <laughs> What happened once, but yeah, that's a yep. big one. <laughs> yep. Um, it's, a, it's a circle. It is. Did Lynn Dickey for the Packers do that Lynn, and go to the Chelsea yeah, Baker? <laughs> I think it was Don McCowski. Don McCowski, yeah. yeah. Magic man. Um, I, no, I couldn't do it. Nope. <laughs> nope. Brady, I would, I honestly, I'm like getting upset just thinking about Here, it. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I was able to inv- embrace Brett Favre. I bet if he came, you, you might, you might feel differently. I know it's hard to imagine right now, but he's such a, it would be easier for him. Cause he's such a fucking robot, but <laughs> I, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't do it all the history. And then it w- if it would be like Revis and Joe Klecko get into the hall of fame and then they announce Brady as the jets quarter, it would just, no, I can't. I mean, cause then Revis too. I'm still pissed at Revis. Fuck that dude. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think he's coming to New York, anyways. But I just had to throw yeah. it out there because he's one of the notable free agents for next year. So, yeah, that's true. But I think he's going. Uh, where I think he's going to the Raiders, right? Don't you guys think Brady's going to go to the Raiders? I don't know. I I don't know with the tampering. It, Miami would be the the the. I don't know if Miami or San Francisco. Miami. The only thing is, he was a Frisco fan as a kid, but he's got a teenage son in New York and his three kids in Florida. So he's going to probably want to stay on the East coast. Mm. Uh, Well, who knows? He doesn't, I mean, well, maybe that's, maybe that's why he got divorced because he didn't want to be in the kids. I mean, yeah, I don't know who knows. He's going to start the new franchise in Germany, I think is what he's going to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, we speculate at what these guys are thinking and we really want to speculate. I know. Even if I say it right. No, speculating is good, dude. Um, whenever I have a hole in the wall, I put some I'm the speculator. On it. <laughs> I will speculate on this, pal. Um, all right. To end the Jets, uh, I would be most happy if I think I'm going to go with Andy's idea, which is get someone for a little bit, but then draft, try to draft some. I would like them to draft someone, but you guys know better than me. They're picking 14. Is there going to be someone available, do you think, that's good? Is this yeah. a good draft of yeah. quarterbacks? This, this is supposed to be one of the best quarterback drafts in like 15 years. And they're, It's deep. And and Douglas, would he would trade up or down. Is it up or down? It's up, right? You would go right. up yeah. if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah, so. Well, that's going to be that's going to be part of Brett. That's going to be part of the offseason. We're going to be talking drafts. True, so true, true. We'll, we'll, hook okay. up, we'll hook up Axel All with right. some draft talk. Well, I guess. What were you gonna say, Brett? Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Brett. Sorry, Brett. I, I haven't looked at uh, mock drafts, but I would. I mean, I could see Will Levis still being on the board at fourteen. Oh man, mm-hmm. so that's gonna be I interesting where he goes because some people saying one, some people saying seven, some people you know saying middle of the pack. Who knows? Yeah, I love that dude, man. Just watching that one, I was like, that's the kind of guy that I'd love. Uh, the all these shorties, I can't take it, man. He really, to me, I know he really, I've always seen Will Levis 
as a Dan Campbell guy in Detroit. It just seems like mm. perfect fit there. Uh, but oof, you know, what do I know? Just I like gave me a Jets. nightmare there, Heath. <clears throat> oh, sorry. And then Jared Goff can go to the Jets. Oh Lord. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's better than uh, you know what? It's better than Zach Wilson. I was going to say that's uh, that's a major upgrade from Zach. Yeah. Or Joe, Fl- oh. Joe Flaccid. Um, oh, Joe Flaccid. Speaking of Flaccid, <laughs> let's, let's, Andy, can you, no, just kidding. Um, let's, uh, <laughs> let's move it to wild card weekend. We got six games, so let's get to it, people. Can I do, can I just do my power rankings before we get there? Oh, fuck. Let's do it. Power it up, bro. I didn't put, I did not put it in the notes. Because I want to surprise you, and there's really not many surprises. Pump, pump, pump it up. Spoilers. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna plow through it real quick. These will be my final ones of the season, and then let the playoffs ring out, and they can determine who the best team is. 32. I have the Bears. 31. The Cardinals. 30. The Texans. 29. Saturday in the Parks. Colts. 28. Rams. 27. Broncos. 26, Brett's Falcons, 25, Raiders, 24, Titans, 23, Browns, 22, Panthers. At 21 is the Saints. Number 20 is the Commanders. 19, I have the Jets finishing at 19. Damn. Packers at 18. 17, the Patriots. 16, the Buccaneers. Even though they're in the top 12, I still have them at 16. Uh, 15, the Dolphins. 14, the Seahawks. And I have the at 13, the Lions, and 12, the Steelers. I think they're the better teams. They just didn't make the playoffs. 11, the Ravens. And then my top 10, 10 Giants, 9 Jags, 8 Vikings, 7 Chargers, 6 Cowboys, 5 Eagles, Fly, 4, the Chiefs, 3, the Cincinnati Bengals, 2, the 49ers, number 1, the Buffalo Bills retake it. Mm, there you have it. Nice. There you have it, folks. Yeah. So I just, again, the Bengals beat the Chiefs, have their number. I'm high on the Bengals. Uh, Eagles, I mean, you know how I feel about the greatest team in the the world of all time. And I I just don't think they're as good as their record. Um, And and when you look at it, to be honest – after like the top five, you know, you get the Cowboys, the Vikings there, and the Chargers. Like, there's a lot of bad teams in this league. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't get over yeah, it's it. It's pretty top heavy this year for sure. Yeah. Or bottom heavy is what, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, exactly. I mean, there's more bottom. Yeah, the bottom's yeah, pretty yeah, heavy, yeah. but but I I I. I Yeah, whatever. I don't even know if I'm right. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I just I think after we get this wild card round could have been better with having the Lions and the Steelers. But I think once we hit the divisional round, that's going to be that that's going to be pretty sensational. And then the Mm -hmm. NFC AFC championships. I think we're headed for some good football. I hope. Okay, so having said those power rankings, um. I guess we can move on, right? Well, wait a second. Because what Kellen's before, been waiting for? Whoa, huh? Before, <laughs> well, it is coming from someone else, though. Before we move on, I want to ask Andy to add another 
line to our picks because I have a special email sent to me by none other than the champion of the STD Fantasy Football League, Mr. A-Hustler, and he would like to join us in making picks throughout the playoffs. Nice. We're on the Aaron Ottoman. We can do that, and he'll since he is uh, since he's the champion, we'll let him pick first. All right. He didn't give me anything to say, but I. Well, do that's like okay. His picks. We can predict what he would say, right? And you know, I was going to say too. Oh, I'm having a look at my other <laughs> notes here before we start this. I do have a bunch, a few other things pulled out that are kind of fun from our preview podcast. Do you want me to run through some of those quick, or should we wait till the end for that? Let's do it, baby. Like like some run of our it, predictions. Run it. They're kind of fun. Run it, baby. Run it. Okay, I kind of separated it to the good and the not so good. We all picked the <laughs> AFC East and AFC North 100% correctly. I picked the a- NFC East 100% correctly. Solo picked the AFC West perfect, which is a impressive. Uh-huh. That are, yeah, I like that. I so, the Let's see. I picked. The, I said the Packers would regress a lot this year. I also said Jalen Hurts would make a big step up this year. Solo direct Ooh. quote says, "I think it's going to be Minnesota's year, and the worst team in the league will be the Bears." <laughs> oh, nice. uh, Brett, Brett on the Facebook. Brett didn't join us for that, but he left a Facebook some Facebook comments. He had a surprise quarterback of the year, and we didn't get to all those categories because we ran long. Oh, big surprise there, but Brett had a surprise quarterback to be Justin Fields. And his MVP to be Justin Herbert, which I don't think he's going to get it, but he definitely should be in the running. Solo, you were nice. the only one that said the Giants will be good. I mean, they made the playoffs. I don't know if they're good, but they were a lot better than <laughs> – you were the only one that had any faith in them whatsoever. Oh, wow. I don't even remember that. That's I didn't either because I, I, well, I re-listened to part of it here while I was working yesterday, and, and I took me even more notes because I'm like, holy shit, this kind of surprised the hell out of me. Wow. So that, that was kind of the good stuff. Now, now the stuff that's not so good. Oh, good. This is from Axel. I should also say this. Solo, you and I were much more forceful with our proclamations. Axel didn't make nearly as many crazy proclamations. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Tua is terrible. Joe Flacco is better than Tua. Uh Uh-oh. And David Carr is really good. We're both from Axel, which I thought were kind of funny. (laughs) I I stated stated just having Taylor is going to have the Colts make the Colts win a lot of games. That, that, that. Taylor barely played. This, this is a this is a duel between Axel and I here. Axel and when and his picks for the NFC West said Seattle will win between two and four games. Well, I decided to one up that by saying, "What's the over under for Seattle wins one?" So that that was that was just <laughs> that was bad all around. Um, Axel, another quote from you was, "The Giants will have four wins until they get rid of that Duke quarterback. They won't win any games." Oh man, I was wrong. <laughs> Solo, you actually picked Carolina to do well, which wasn't really the bad part because they did overperform. But you you said it was going to be Baker's revenge was going to be the theme of the season. <laughs> oh my god! I, I didn't uh, say he would get released, go to the Rams, and be awful too. Yeah. No, I didn't yeah, say I don't know how you didn't predict that one, but the uh, Red picked the Denver Broncos to be his sleeper team. Well, he was right because they never woke up. They, they slept. Oh, and Anto's doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> I love it. I, I had some time to prepare. So. Brewery. Uh, no, nobody, nobody had much to say about the commies, but I flat out said they are terrible. And they actually were pretty competent. They weren't bad. 
And I think the maybe the worst one of all is we all thought the AFC West would be awesome and by far the most fun division in the league. And that didn't well, we all know what happens there. So Yeah. So those are some fun little quotes I pulled out and jotted down nice. when I did the re-listen. So Thank you. I like those. Nice. So now if David Carr goes to the Jets or Derek Carr, sorry, um, <laughs> is Axel gonna be happy since he loves them? Uh I'm you know what? I would rather him or Jimmy G than than uh Tannehill. So Yeah. Or Gardner yeah. Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Well, I think we can get started then. Let's and we are gonna Oh, I put us in order of how we finished because you guys got to pick the last two weeks. I figured Brett and I can take a little break this time and be at the end. So it'll be, well, Aaron will be first, then Solo, then Axel, then me, then Brett. All right. So the first game up on Saturday at 430 Eastern is the Seahawks at the 49ers, 49ers by nine and a half. Mr. A Hustler has the Niners. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is like, that's right. This is original AI. This is how it all began with, yep. you know, yes. no text after just the pick. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, um, I, I, it's amazing what Brock Purdy six and oh, since he became the starter. Um, it's amazing. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. And he's just played really well. I mean, I haven't watched him a ton um, in the last few weeks, but I know uh, Samuel's back and, or whatever his name is that DJ say, why do I want to say DJ Debo? Samuel Debo Debo <laughs> Samuel's back. I mean, them trading for McCaffrey, I think really, I mean, did really made a difference. And of course their defense is solid. Uh, I just think S- Seattle is just, I think they, they get waxed. I really do, but it is a divisional game. Like, so you never know, but I, I, I can't see it. The only way, Seattle would have a chance as if Kenneth Walker goes nuts, and I don't know if he will. Uh, so I'm taking the Niners minus the points. Yeah. Um, that Seattle offense, which was potent, is quite tame, and Geno looks a bit confused at times. And I think the 49ers are so – they would be my number one in the power rankings. And I think that they're going to cover this, and this is going to be a cremation. Like they're going to win by 17 or 20 points. Yeah, I, nice. I, I, I agree with just about everything you said. They would be nine, my number one on the power rankings right now too. I don't – Seattle's ran out of gas, and they're going to they, – 49ers have beat them twice already. They're going to make it a three for – this year, this week. So 49ers will cover. I have a little stat from last year. Um, last year's, you may remember the playoffs were really awesome. Like every, every game, I think in the divisional round and the conference championship went down to the wire yeah, and the Super Bowl for that matter. <clears throat> but we may have forgotten how bad the wild card round was. <laughs> Four, t- four home teams were up by 28 or more points at some point during the game, and five out of six oh. covered the spread. Mm-hmm. So, um, except I'm the Dallas keep- Cowboys, they, uh, yeah, uh, except for the <laughs> right. Sorry, Heath. 
Okay. The Niners Cowboys game was a good game last year. And at um, least they were in the playoffs. It? None of the rest of our teams were the best game. The best game, I should say. Yeah, I was doing around the couch by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it was I mostly mean, swearing, I'm sure. Mostly <laughs> And give me the Niners minus nine and a half. All right. We all take the Niners. Okay, next up. Solo, you're going to tell us about a game that's going to be commentated by Al Michaels and Tony Dungy on NBC. Yeah. 8-15 Saturday night. Yep. yep. Al's Michaels coming back? With Tony Dungy, too, no less. Chargers Almost. are favored by two and a half at Jacksonville. Oh, my God. Nosferatu and, and Al Michaels. I love it. <laughs> um, you know, I've been going back and forth. With this game, I mean, I mean the Jags, they beat the Josh Dobbs and the Titans on a scoop and score. I mean, they weren't fantastic in that victory, uh, which goes to show, I think, just Vrabel's coaching and the defense. And, I mean, those that, that team plays hard. Um, I think everyone's on the Chargers, of course, because Herbert and everything. I just worry about the Mike Williams injury a lot. Uh, can... The L.A. Chargers, formerly of San Diego, uh, go to Jacksonville and and win. I believe last year, I know the Bengals were a four seed and they made the Super Bowl. And I believe the Rams might have been. So I think two four seeds went last year. So saying that would probably then be the Jags versus the Bucks. <laughs> I don't want that. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um I guess you're wondering what my pick is going to be. To be honest, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the Jags and the points. I know everyone's going to take the charges, but I'm gonna, I just have this feeling. So I'm going with the Jaguars. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm up, right, Ando? Correct. Um, yeah, this is a tough one, and what a great game, and I'm happy to see this game. Two young quarterbacks, right? Um, yeah. I think this is a nice, fun Saturday night game, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I think it is going to come down to the wire, but I'm going with the man chosen just before Zach Wilson. I'm going with the Jaguars. Ooh. It's like Solo. I think that they're playing more solid, and I agree with you too. I wear I worry about injuries, and I don't know. I just think the Jags are they're they're feeling hot, even though this goes against. I'm not sticking to my original pick. I think I picked the Chargers to win the AFC, didn't I, Ando? In that podcast, you picked the Chargers to win the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I'm going against. Whoa, I'm going major against. league. I gotta be. I gotta. Damn right. I, I can't just. I'm not. I didn't. I don't have a bet on it or anything. So I'm just gonna. St- I, I'm gonna stick with this game. And when I look at it, I think that the Jaguars are gonna win the game. Uh, before we, I, I want to interrupt Brett before he speaks. Um, well, then you have to wait till after I make my pick. Solo. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt Ando too. So <laughs> this is the thing. Well, one thing I, I guess I don't like is because at the beginning of the year, we make our picks in August, early September, right? And this happens a lot on like ESPN and stuff where 
oh, I'm picking the Chargers because I stuck, I picked that, them yeah, to win it all. But you didn't do it. that. Nope. You didn't do that. And I love that. I respect that because things change over four yeah. or five months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so just because you picked them doesn't mean you, sh- you have to pick them in the, you may not like them in this game, you know? So um, I, 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 I commend you, Axel, for sure. actually going with the game in January, not what you picked in September. All right. So I'm proud of you. I think you've grown. I feel good now. Speaking of growing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I am. I I looked at some stuff today and the Jags won three games against playoff teams this year. The Chargers, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. They beat the hell out of the Chargers when they played them, but it was in week three. Jacksonville has beaten one playoff team this year, and it was the Dolphins. Or the Chargers have beaten one team, and it's the it's the Dolphins. Otherwise, they're one and five against playoff teams. Jacksonville's three and three, and the Jacksonville has beaten some good teams. I'm taking Jacksonville in the points. Mm. May I chime in here to remind everyone? I don't know if you said it in the intro, Ando, but all of these games are yeah rematches. rematches. Oh wow! I didn't even didn't even dawn on me like yep. the dawn of the and dead. Some of them, like wow. Dolphins, Bills, Seahawks, forty, they played twice already. Yep. Right, Ravens, Bengals. Ravens, Bengals, Bengals yeah, yep. Ravens, Bengals. Ooh, you know, before you speak, Brad, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's our, our last regular season slash party. You know, it's a, no, it won't end here. Um, so. <laughs> You know how they always said, oh, it's tough to beat a team three times in one year. I, that nomer, I'd like to look it up. Because I remember the Cowboys did it to the Eagles in 09. I think the Steelers might have did it to the Browns. Like, they say that, but they not haven't been saying that lately. Because I think that has changed uh, a lot. So, anyway, just uh, something for uh, I'll, 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 look, and, I'll research that for next, research week, for next week. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry, guys. Cut. <laughs> my ottoman is making noise apologize apologies. oh i didn't even hear it now i have no idea who to pick here this is by far <laughs> i want to pick the jaguars but everyone's picking the jaguars that makes me nervous oh i like i it. think they are the hotter team they're playing at home I'll take the Jaguars plus two and a half. Ooh. Well, guys, guess what? We are all picking the same again because Hustler picks the Jags. Dash. Mr. Kelsey, Wallace Kelsey. That's his new name on the pod. (laughs) A dash Wallace Kelsey. Well, Axel, let's see. Before uh, Tony Romo and Jim Nance tell us about this game on Sunday. The one o'clock Eastern game, the Dolphins are going to Buffalo. Buffalo by 13 and a half. Well, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number not one because the Bills are going to destroy them. Yeah. That was pretty good. good. Thank you. Um, Yeah. The bills are going to destroy them. I don't, I don't, I think the dolphins stink, man. They're just, the whole team's falling apart. They had some magic, man. It would be Tua might never come back that they, they had a couple games there. They were really fun. And if that team was playing this game, 
that would be fan. Just like the Ravens, even though they didn't really, I don't think Lamar had a great season, but it would be fun. But I don't think this is going to be fun. And I think Tyreek Hill is a little banged up too. So yeah, he has been the last couple of weeks. He's been playing, but he's been very banged up. So I think the Bills are going to slaughter him, and that's a lot of points. I I think they're going to cover it. This is the playoffs, baby. Yeah, I don't. I mean, what says what's the quarterback for the Dolphins, Skylar Thompson? He can't even can't even yeah. get the ball to the wide receivers. It's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath. Bills cover easy. I'd be surprised if he makes it through the game. Yep. Who's next? Brettual. I think so he was just waiting for someone to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, he probably. We got him so like he's got PTSD of of interrupting him and and and, and you know so. Um, Brett, it's okay. We got you. Thank you, Heath. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, now he's set, but he has my endorsement. Uh, this is the largest point spread in, I believe, uh, NFL playoff history. Wow. Ooh. At 13 and a half. The previous really? was, I believe, well, let me say, I think so, at least in the wild card round. I don't know. Was there, was mm. there Super Bowls that had larger point spreads, maybe? Like the. Oh. I want to say like the Chargers Niners back in '94. That was yeah, that one. That one. I don't, yeah, I can't remember. But let me amend my statement to say in the wild card round, it's the largest uh, point spread in history because I know that because I remember last year, what the previous record was last year when Kansas City was favored by 12 and a half over Pittsburgh. Mm. Kansas City won that game by 21 points. I don't see the Bills having any difficulty covering this spread. Give me the Bills minus 13 and a half. And A Hustler, of course, takes the Bills. AI. Um, the only chance the Dolphins would have to keep this close, maybe win this game, is if they just ran the ball with Raheem Mostert like he did against the Bills' first half in that snow game. and But Mike McDaniels will not do that. He's going to sh- try to show the world that he can win a playoff game with Skylar Thompson, and it's not going to work. Um, and if Mostert would have to have – I think he – remember, it was against the uh, the Vikings. He had like 220 yards rushing or something, Ando, in a playoff game, or am I getting that a couple um. years back? That, am I, I I remember the game. I remember the big yardage game. I can't remember if it was against the Vikings or not. Yeah, I, I want to say it was, um, but um, you know, don't quote me on it. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, and if Josh Allen for some reason just turned the ball over like crazy, was just sloppy, which I don't think so. I think this team is united, and their Bills Mafia is going to go nuts. Kellum is, I think he's doing one of those parachuting before the game. He is. Kellum's yeah, coming down. Be the DDR <laughs> podcast logo is going to be on the parachute. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. that's Go what Kellum. I thought. Enjoy this game. Kellum. Yeah, yeah, enjoy it. I, I think I, I think the Bills are, are pepped for a run, and I think it starts here, and they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to mess around. They're going to they're gonna pound them. Give me the Bills minus 13 and a half. The, uh, the Raheem Mostert game, I should have remembered this because it, 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 I was celebrating this day because it was NFC Championship against the Packers, 220 yards and four touchdowns oh, okay. and 29 carries. But didn't they beat the Vikes the week prior? Uh, probably. No? <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, have okay, that in this okay. article that okay, I looked up, okay, but okay. you're probably right. Okay. 
Okay. No, I remember I they I want to say they ran the ball a lot against the Vikings too, but I could be The Vikes have yeah, been no, in the playoffs two years. So I don't know if that would have no, I don't remember. Uh maybe uh, I'm thinking anyway, of different that's... years then. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Uh, that's this is groundbreaking from solo. So but thank you for looking that up. It was against the Packers. Yeah, that was crazy. Raheem. Oh. Okay, next up. Well, this will be easy because you guys are gonna know who I'm gonna take. Uh Sunday at 440 Eastern, the Giants are coming to Minnesota. The Vikings are favored by three. I'm obviously taking the Vikings, but there, there's some listening to some, I mean, and I'm sure lots of people, I haven't looked looked at what many of the national people are saying, but I'm guessing there's a lot of people betting on the Giants. And a lot of it, like everything you hear about the Vikings is they won 11 games by one score. Well, the Giants have won they had nine games total. Eight of their wins were by one score as well. Mm-hmm. The Giants were almost as lucky as the Vikings were. So I, I still think that. Yeah. I think the Vikings, I think, still have the better skill players. I think I just I gotta have faith that they're gonna win this game. I'm nervous. I don't know how many games they can win because of their, their leaky defense, but I'm taking the Vikes. Yeah, this is a game that is gonna come down to the end of the fourth quarter, even if one team is up by like twenty points at some point. <laughs> I would not trust either team to hold that lead. But you got to go with Minnesota here. Give me the Vikings minus three. All right. Well, we have our first not the same. I don't know what you call it. Our first divergence. First not the same. A hustler takes the Giants. It's like it's almost like we pause after it just so we can insert a hustler's commentary. He's like, man, I'm taking the Giants on this one, man. <laughs> wake up, Ahus. Wake up. Solo. Right, oh, so I'm so oh I, I, I thought I was actually Wake up for a solo. Oh yeah, yeah. Well I'm watching the uh Jags Cowboys game from early in the year. Um anyway. So okay, this is my thing. What game is oh the Giants Vikings, yes. Um <laughs> Everyone just, I mean, these people just want to, like, give Dayball, the Giants coach, like he's the greatest thing since the Eagles. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's like, okay, relax. He's, you know, he's coached well. The team overachieved with having a lot of injuries and stuff. He Evidently, they did something with Daniel Jones where he's played better. Um and the Vikings defense does scare me. Um, but I look at the Vikings and I see Cook and I see Jefferson and the rest of the Romper Room crew. And I just I, I just can't see the Giants winning this game. I just I just I can't see it. I really think the Vikings could shut people up and win by double digits. So I'm taking the Vikings. I believe they will they have a um, their destiny is to play the Niners in the second round, uh, in the divisional round. I think the Vikings take care of business here. Um, the only thing that worries me is just, you know, nothing. Cause I think the Vikings will win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I had a vision. There a pearl vision. No, it wasn't that there wasn't any television. <laughs> That's how Frank Black song. I I see in my mind a score of nineteen to twenty 
Vikings, which means I pick the Giants. I love how we did that again, guys. 19 to 20. <laughs> Let's see. Next up, Brett. How about you tell us about the NBC Sunday night game? Ravens at the Bengals in another the third meeting of the year. Bengals are favored by nine and a half because Lamar is not playing. <clears throat> well, um, I hear at the last moment the NFL, for no good reason, is going to make this game be determined by a coin flip. And I think <laughs> the Bengals are going to whatever it means to cover the nine and a half. So give me Cincinnati minus nine and a half. Ahas takes the Bengals. Oh, sorry. I had to sh- shut off my AI uh, thing and, and do it normally. So it, it's interesting. We go through uh, the quarterbacks that are playing in this playoff. As we've gone through it, it's Geno versus Brock Purdy. You got Herbert versus Lawrence. You got Skylar Thompson versus Josh Allen. You got mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins versus Daniel Jones. And now you have Joe Burrow against what? Evan Hamler. What's uh, uh, Unley or whatever. <laughs> I want to give Evan, a, yeah, Evan Hamler a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, Brett Hunley, not Brett Hunley. What's his name? Who's starting? Uh, I think Hunley? Is it Brett Hunley or is it the third string guy? No, Brett Hunley is on the team though, but he's the UCLA guy, but it's the other guy, right? Tyler Huntley or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Not Evan Hamler. Okay. Oh, I wish Evan had a little, little quarterback running around. I could see him making moves. Um, anyway, um, I, I just think the Bengals and Joe Burrow, they, I think they got this. It's going to be Sunday night in Cincy. I'm sure it'll be cold. The Ravens aren't good. I, I am shocked that they're even in the playoffs. But, you know, they managed to win games. But I, I, I don't think their defense is, is going to keep up. Uh, I really don't. And I think Joe Burrow, this is like a four touchdown game for Burrow. So give me the bungles. What is it? Okay. So there's who dat and who day, which one's the who dats and which ones are the who days? Who dat is this thing? Oh, saints. Who? Yeah. Who dat is the saints Mm -hmm. and who day is the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Okay. And who gay is what? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, I, that was just... Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, what a disappointment this game is. And oh, I thought you meant me. <laughs> no, I mean, what no, a disappointment you, solo for being... You're never disappointed. Trying to be funny. Um, you always exceed uh, expectations. You get an A+. Plus. I'm like the Jets. I'm um, like the Jets. I am disappointed because... I think people were hoping for this game, like in the beginning of the season, you know, this could be a game. This could be a playoff game. And then you have the Ravens, just like solo said, how did they even get here? The Bengals are going to destroy them. I just think it's not going to be a contest. And I think that they're going to easily cover a high spread of nine and a half. I just wish what's going on with Lamar, man. I wish that he put out a thing today, right? on Instagram yeah. or whatever, where he's like my knees kind of explaining his knee, but it feels like the coaching staff thinks he could try to play. But then it's like, 
he's if he's not going to run, you know what I'm saying? Then he's not. Well, and one of those one of those pods I was listening to this way. I don't remember if it was Lombardi or who the hell it was talking about. It was talking about him and that he has something where where Lamar doesn't doesn't play doesn't like to play unless he feels a hundred percent. Like I, it's like something where he just won't play if he's um, if he's not a hundred percent. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but you know. Yeah, I mean, and well, when you're a running guy, I I can see why he wouldn't want to play that much. I mean, but it's a playoff. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Lamar's a different yeah. case. Also, if if I was listening to um, moving the chains on uh, satellite radio, NFL uh, radio with uh, Pat Kerwin and uh, Jim Miller, and they were dissecting it as normally if a guy's just not healthy to play, the coach would come on and be like, yeah. His knee's not where we want it to be. He's not going to play. And But Harbaugh has been like, oh, I don't know what's going on and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Weird. So I think I think it's a front office contract thing. I really do. And I think Harbaugh knows it and he wants to say something and he can't. And maybe oh. to go with Ando's Lamar, he's not 100%. If he had the contract, I bet you he would try to play because it's the playoffs. He would think for a football mm. player. Yeah, but that makes like, sense. So, but that scares me a little bit moving forward. Do I want to give this guy $150 million guaranteed or whatever to be my mm-hmm. quarterback for the Jets if he's uh, going to yep, dinged up yep. and not, you know, so, yep. uh, but, but he's a good dude. He's a hard nosed player, but like, I think this contract thing has a lot to do with it. I bet you, you know, his mom is his agent. So his mommy might be saying. He does get hurt a lot, though. Know. You know, he missed a lot of games well, last season. He yeah, lately yeah. Speaking of last season, real quick, the the Baltimore started eight and three last season. They missed the playoffs, finished eight and nine. This year they start nine and four. They barely get in at ten and seven. So mm. that's a pattern. Yeah, that is a pattern, not a good one. But they do making the playoffs is good, but it would be better if this was a good game because it's not going to be yeah we we could think about that that not even the steelers and lions thing but at, like you mentioned i didn't even, didn't even burrow versus lamar in prime time yeah like we're getting robbed of some really good wild card games andy what's yeah, your, oh, who knows i could be wrong i'm taking the Bengals too i mean all the things we said the ravens had a hard time scoring this year even when lamar was healthy and that Bengals and Bengals are in high gear right now. Bengals are going to win this easy. They're going to cover. Okay, our last our last game, and the AI Auto will pick for us. Cowboys are going to Tampa and trying to exercise those Tom Brady demons. Cowboys are favored on the road by two and a half. AI Aaron takes. The Buccaneers. Of course he does. <laughs> All right. I haven't talked about my Cowboys this whole pod. I mean. Well, you've referenced the 1990 gonna... Cowboys a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah I did. I did. But not high school. I just want to say. High school? Yeah. I just want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> my glory days. College and high school. That's all I got. Actually. All right. In 1995. The year of 1995. Okay. Patrick Mahomes was born. It was the Jaguars' first season. Seinfeld was the number one show. And it was the last time the Cowboys were in an NFC championship game. And Heath Solo was a junior 
in college and riding high as the president of his fraternity. So just, you know, a little 95 nice. for you. Um, it's been a up and down season. Uh, after the first week, I thought the Cowboys would against Tampa. The, the year was over and then Cooper rush kept them afloat going four and one pass rush. Paint was insane. Dak comes back. They start scoring points. Everything's looking great. They stumble with the pack and, you know, the Jags, but then they go and beat Philly and even though it was Minshew, they beat them. And then since then they've played like garbage and the common denominator, it's been Dak Prescott guys, turnovers. He threw seven turnovers in a row. I think it's, I don't know if it's seven or eight now. I'm not sure if he broke Tony Romo's record uh, against the Reds, uh, the, the commanders. He, he looked like one of us playing quarterback getting thrown in now you know, behind, he just, he couldn't complete passes. He couldn't complete passes. He almost threw a pick six. And then he went again and did the same thing off his back foot. You know, I don't know if it's a lot with protection and Tyler Biotis, their center being out. And I don't know. I mean, they haven't been running the ball well either. And that happened last year in the wild card round against the Niners. They only ran the ball like, 12 or 13 times with Pollard and Zeke, but they were injured and they, they, they couldn't get any ground game going. They need to get the ground game going this game. Um, I, I just, you know, losing your second corner, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis bland has really stepped up, but they're really weak. Um, I mean, cause bland plays the slot a lot. I mean, we have good safeties with, you know, Wilson hooker, and curse, but I have a feeling Brady and Evans could pick part that other corner, uh, whether it's going to be Wright or Joseph or whoever they're going to play there. Um, I, as much as Zeke said, everyone looks great in practice. There's urgency. Everyone's looking like they're ready. I'm like, could you have been ready against, you know, a couple other teams before that? I just don't feel this is the Cowboy team that could turn on the light switch and it'd be fine. I'm worried about that. Um, Cowboys are 0-7 against Tom Brady in their career. Now, I like that Tom Brady lost to the Falcons. <laughs> then maybe he'll lose to the Cowboys and it'll be done. It would be fitting for the year Tom Brady's had to lose to the Cowboys. But, guys, I don't have any faith in my team this week. I'm taking the Buccaneers plus the two and a half. Oh, so low. So, so low. I I just, I can't, honestly, the way this team has toyed with my emotions the last 20 years, like I get excited and that crash down is depressing. And so I'm already just going to be like, you know what? They're they're not going to do it. I, I have no faith and I hope I'm wrong and I'm a diehard fan and Yes, if they win, then all of a sudden I'll be like, well, we could beat the Eagles. And But I just I, – I don't like this matchup. And the Cowboys have not won a road playoff game since 1992. Now, granted, they in the 90s, a lot of, they played a lot of home games, but they have not won. They never win in a divisional round. They haven't won in the divisional round since 1995, and I don't think it's going to start here. Dak has not shown me anything. Uh, these picks – these these turnovers are just bad and they're not going to get corrected 
between the Washington game and Monday night. Well, Solo, I don't mean to pile on, but I'm taking the Bucks as well. I just think that the Cowboys yeah. look like they're in disarray. And I also think yeah. that Tom asshole Brady loves nothing more than to torment me by continuing his reign of terror. <laughs> I take the buck. <laughs> the night is dark and full of terror. Red well, Give me the, the, uh, the Cowboys played in arguably the best division in football. The Bucks played in arguably the worst division in football. The Bucks have two decent wins. One is over the Cowboys, but that's way back in week one when Tom Brady still was a little bit, could actually move around a little bit. The other one is against the Seahawks, who are the worst playoff team in, in the NFC. The Cowboys, even though they've struggled lately, have beaten the Bengals, the Giants, the Vikings, the Giants again, and the Eagles this season. The Cowboys are going to bounce back, and they're going to win this game. Cowboys. I like the positivity. Yeah, I should move in with Ando for the weekend. <laughs> That'll be bad luck. Then you get that Viking juju. You don't want that. <laughs> but I'd be reading Tampa Bay books from Luke. Well, you know what? And that's the good luck charm. He's brought home Tampa books, uh, Jets books, and what was the other? Detroit Lions. Green Bay. And, and, oh, Green and Green Bay. Bay. Yeah, so it's a, it's a curse when he brings the book home. So he brought the oh. book home this week. So he, he has blessed the Cowboys this week. Well, I would like to submit a switcheroo, and I would like to pick the Chargers minus two and a half over the Jaguars. Okay, accepted. Before I get started with my pick here. Switcheroo, late switcheroo. Late switcheroo. Now, I've seen a lot of Buccaneers this year. I've seen, I mean, I've watched the Cowboys too, but the Buccaneers are not a good team. And um, I don't really think this game is going to be close. I know the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys back in week one, but that was back when Tom Brady was still married. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unfortunately for Tom, Giselle Boonchin ain't walking through that door. <laughs> Give me the Cowboys minus two and a half. I like well it. I done. Like That's the best walking <laughs> through the door one we've had. Except I did like my touchdown Tommy Vardell with the Lions, but that was that. The Giselle that's no Giselle. That. Yeah. That's no Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. So that's our picks. We all agreed on the 49ers, Jags, Bills. Um, Hustle. No, Brett changed the Jags. Oh, that's right. Brett changed the Brett has the Chargers. So, so. just the Bills and the, and the 49ers. The 49ers is what we all agreed on. Nice. Mm. Oh, the Bengals too. Oh yeah, the Bengals. Yep, Bengals. I missed that one. Those make so sense. half the so games. Should, so should I do? Should we do a par? Uh, I, I should do a parlay with the points, the ones we agreed on, and see if it. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, do yeah, that. Baby. Mm. Fun. All right. Well, that is our NFL talk for today. Well, what? did we want to do a thing oh. where we predicted all the way through the playoffs before we? Moved on. You said mentioned you want to do that oh, earlier. Do you want to do that now? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we should probably do that. You want we, to do? We, we should probably do that quick. We don't have to. I mean, I know Brett might be ready to talk a lot of college. Um, <laughs> we could we could all go pee and have Brett just do his soliloquy. But um, <laughs> 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 oh, the, the bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. 
and we all come back in a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do our bracket. Because, okay, so we had the talk about reseeding, which mm-hmm. does happen. <clears throat> um, you know, the low, the highest seed, the lowest seed to win would play the number one. Um, so if any wild card, any wild card teams upset division uh, winners, they would then go to the higher seed, mm-hmm. like go to Philly or go to Kansas City. So yeah, um, basically, if a six or a seven, if a six or a seven seed wins, that's the only way it'll it'll change really. Because if a five seed wins, it'll still it'll still play Philly unless the six or seven wins. So yeah, all right, let's do it. I have hustlers all the way to the end. Sweet. Do you want to okay. start with his? Sure. I'm just going to write sure. these down. So I'll put it. Yeah. In let me write later, mine so. down. Okay. Um, okay. So go ahead with hustlers. So I'll go. He has it by division. Okay. So he has the Jags, Bengals, and Bills winning. Jags. Then, hold on. Bengals. Bills. Okay. Then he has Kansas City and... Uh, the Bengals winning. Casey Cincy. Okay. Um, and then he has Bengals winning the AFC. Okay. Nice. Then for the NFC, he has Tampa Bay Niners Giants. Okay. Then, then he has the Niners and the Eagles prevailing. Moving on to the conference championship where he has the Eagles prevailing. His Super Bowl is thus the Bengals versus the Eagles, and the Bengals win. Okay. Did he have uh, Bucks over Cowboys? Yes. Yep. Well, I'm assuming everybody's first-round matchups are the same as what what we just did, right? Well, it depends on on the point spread, though. Yes, that's so, true. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That. So, yeah, if you change something, yeah, just state it. Solo, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, I have Bills, Jags, and Bengals advancing out of the AFC, I mean, out of the wild card round. Uh, and I have Bucks, Niners, and Vikings. So, in the AFC, the matchup Hold on. would be Jags. Hold on a second. Oh, Bucks, sorry. Niners, sorry. and who was the other? Oh, and Vikings? Uh, Vikings, yep. Okay. So then in the divisional round, I have Jags at Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs. I have Bengals at Bills. I'm picking the Bills. And then I have the Bills beating the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Mm, Nice. So in the NFC, I have Bucks at Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles to advance to the NFC championship. And then I have Vikings at the Niners and I have the Niners advancing to the NFC championship. And then I have the 49ers defeating the Eagles and them going to the Super Bowl. And then I have the Bills winning it all. Nice. That'd be fun. I mean, I would love the Cowboys to go. But I didn't pick them. <laughs> Axel, are you ready? Yeah, sure. 
Um, Fire away. I have the so Jags Kansas City. Kansas City is going to advance to the championship. Then I have Bengals versus Bills. Right? Is that how it would go? Yep. Uh, okay. Bang- yep. Bengals at Bills. Yep. Bengals at Bills. I have Bengals. Sorry, Kellum. Bengals going. So again, we have Chiefs versus Bengals in the AFC Championship. Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Ooh. Maybe I should say, hey, uh, Heath, did you say Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship game? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Because I'm not sure if we mentioned the news earlier. That is going oh, to be yes. a neutral site game oh. if, if that matchup occurs. And the neutral site is going to be Atlanta. Nice. Yes. And Brett is going to be our correspondent. Gonna go. yes. I, I'm going to be on the scene, maybe. <laughs> so everyone become a patron. It's going to cost uh, the DVR podcast network uh, everything we got. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, Would right. that give the advantage to one team or another? I don't know. I mean, Kansas yeah, City's closer to Atlanta, maybe know. within a long driving distance. But um, okay, so I'm going NFC now, right? Correct. Okay, so I have the Buccaneers losing to the Eagles. I have the Vikings losing to the 49ers. I have the 49ers beating the Eagles. I have the Kansas City Chiefs beating the 49ers in the Super Bowl. A rematch of the 2020 Super Bowl. Yep. The post last Super Bowl before COVID. Axel's bringing it back all the way back to close. Not the COVID, not the COVID. Okay. I have next week. I am going to have the Cowboys defeating the Eagles to advance. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad you could, you had balls and I don't, I have the 49ers to, to unfortunately beat my Minnesota Vikings. I have the 49ers going to the Super Bowl from the NFC. And then in the AFC, I have KC over Jacksonville. I have Cincinnati beating Buffalo. Buffalo is going to run out of gas and emotional energy. And the Super Bowl, it will be the third time the Bengals and the 49ers meet in the Super Bowl. And this will be the first time the Bengals win. Bengals. Oh, I like it. And, uh, I, I, I'd be I'd be down with that too. Yeah, I would love to. Like That's honestly, since a, a Super Bowl in Cincinnati would be, you know, something special. That would be wow. Or Buffalo. It's funny because this is reminding me of 1992 <laughs> a lot with or or 90 uh, could be 93 where the Bills beat the the Bills beat the Chiefs. In Joe Montana, and then the Cowboys beat the Niners, and then they play like it's, I'm getting flashbacks. So, and can flashbacks. you tell us everyone's Super Bowl pick and winner again? Just so. Well, I, I, let's wait till Brett gives his picks first. Oh, I forgot, Brett. Dude, All right, the Colts. I'm still looking out for you, Brett. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I do want to mention real quick that my my dream of an all purple Super Bowl is still alive with the Ravens and the Vikings. <laughs> dream. It almost. I, mean, happened. I would be just fine with that. <laughs> purple rain. It almost happened in two thousand and one. Oh, purple rain. When the oh, Ravens God. won the Super Bowl, Vikings sadly uh, lost the NFC Championship. But, yeah, forty-one zero to the Giants. And that's yeah. a re- that's a revenge mm-hmm. game for the Vikings. Twenty-one years late, twenty-two years yeah. later. Well, I do think the Vikings are going to win uh, or beat the Giants. Um, so give me I, – I like the Cowboys over the Eagles, just like Ando. And you know what? I'm going to roll the dice and say the Vikings beat the Niners. I think the Vikings Ooh. are a team of Oh, my God. If we, if we had the Cowboys-Vikings NFC championship. Oh. Uh, Bring it. Bring it. Oh, it's going to be a Cowboys-Vikings NFC championship, which will be played in Minnesota. Unfortunately, it will go similar to the first meeting. Not <laughs> It will be closer than the first meeting, but the Cowboys will win to advance to the Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, Brett, end. I'd be so excited if you didn't finish last in your picks. <laughs> the AFC. A- I have the Charger <laughs> losing to the Chiefs, and I have the Bengals losing to the Bills, and the Bills and the Chiefs will battle in Atlanta, and the Bills will prevail. So we're going to have a Bills-Cowboys rematch of two Super Bowls. 27 and 28. Thank you. And, um, don't do it. I think, don't don't pick the Cowboys if you want to save yourself. The Bills (laughs) will finally get their first Super Bowl victory this year. Wow. You realize we could have, like, if we get Bengals, Niners, or Bills, Cowboys, how, like, that, you know, it's hard to beat a team three times. Well, we didn't talk about Super Bowls because <laughs> wow, the Cowboys I mean, beat the Steelers so the third fast. time they met. I mean, you really, the Vikings versus the Bills would be a two winless teams, too, both 0 and 4 in the Super Bowl. That could be a cool wow. matchup, too. I mean, there's some cool matchups that could be. Yeah. Yeah. Good storylines. Yeah. The uh, I, I'll read these off, but I also realized I still have the our, our preseason picks for our Super Bowl picks. I will read those off first because those are. Oh, it would be too. great. You know what? I'm thinking you should be like Axel. This was your preseason pick, and this is what you pick now. Oh, Can perfect. That okay. Yep. Okay. So Axel had in the NFC Championship game, or excuse me, AFC Championship game. I have a, my notes mixed up here. He had the Chargers beating the Bills in the AFC Championship game, which could still happen. AFC, oh, wow. NFC Championship, he had the Bucks beating the Packers. Oh. So, <laughs> and in the Super Bowl, he had the Chargers winning the Super Bowl over the Bucks. Yeah. So now he has KC over Cincinnati in the AFC, Philly over the Niners in the NFC, and KC beating the Niners in the Super Bowl. I had the Niners over in, Philly. Oh, yeah, Niners over Philly, excuse me, in the NFC Championship. Sorry, I, I read my notes wrong That's here. Okay. Um, okay. In the NFC Championship, I had the Rams beating the Vikings – which I had the bills. I had the bills beating the Bengals in the AFC championship game. And I had the bills beating the Rams in the super bowl. So for the, and 
for some reason, Axel and I were the only two that had the championship games picked. So Solo, you did not pick them on the, in our in our oh. thing for some reason. I don't know exactly what happened there, but you had the Rams beating the Bills in the Super Bowl. So uh, <laughs> uh, Brett had the Colts beating the Cowboys. So you're still high on the Cowboys, Brett. That hasn't changed. And then we also had a submission from Janet, and she had the Bills beating the Bucks. And you know what? I forgot to read the rest of them off, like I was saying. But I'll just reread all of our new Super Bowl picks. So. Um, Aaron had KC beating Cincinnati in AFC, San Fran beating or Philly beating San Fran in the NFC with Cincinnati beating Philly in the Super Bowl. He's the only one that has Philly in the Super Bowl. Okay. Which is crazy. Um, seeing this is the number one seed. Cincinnati. Yep. Cincinnati over Philly. Solo, you had Buffalo beating Kansas City in the AFC. And you had San Francisco beating Philly in the NFC with the Bills winning over the 49ers. Axel, I'll read yours again anyway, just because I'm getting confused and confusing myself. KC over Cincinnati in the AFC, 49ers over Philly in the NFC, KC beating the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I had the 49ers beating Dallas in the NFC championship game, and I had Cincinnati beating... What do I have? Why do I have the Bills written down here? Okay, I screwed my thing up here. <laughs> beating Kansas City. I have Cincinnati beating Kansas City, not the Bills, in the AFC Championship. And I have Cincinnati beating the 49ers. Brett has Dallas over the Vikings in the NFC and Buffalo over Kansas City in the AFC and Buffalo defeating the Dallas Cowboys for their first Super Bowl victory. So we all so pick we have- the AFC. Yes. Yep, and two, yeah, two Buffaloes, two Bengals, and one Chief. Yep. Yeah, no NFC champions coming out of us. Mm. Interesting picks, guys. Well, this is going to be some fun games. We'll see how it goes. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, well, it's always and best NFC when you're surprised. NFC, we have three people that picked the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl, and one Dallas, and one Philly. And one ran. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the old. We can throw those ones Jesus. away and not not ever talk about those again. Oh my lord! But the none Rams. of us have the same Super Bowl matchup, so that's kind of cool. That is cool. Ooh, I dig it. Oh wait, I thought you had. Oh no, you're right. Okay, wait. Niners Bengals isn't that a repeat? The two you guys? Uh, have nope. No. No. Nope. Okay. Just me. Because okay. the, there's two Bengals. the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs. there's yeah. two Bengals winning, and Aaron has the Bengals over the Eagles, and I have the Bengals over the Niners. And then Easy. nobody else has the, you got the other three don't even have Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. So, so between the five of us, we have six different Super Bowl participants. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. Wow. All right. Do you want to predict next year's Super Bowl right now? <laughs> no. Falcons and Jets. Falcons, Jets. Book it. I like it. In Mexico. All right. So I guess we're moving on to the love seat. And we're going to talk. He lives on love seat. Brett discusses one of the most boring college football games I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) That's right. Actually, you did watch. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up watching. And I watched longer than... Lachlan made it through, but um, well, I wouldn't expect anyone to watch that whole thing. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I only watched the first half, and I 
I think I missed the first couple of play. It was 14, nothing or whatever. And I watched a little, and then I was just like, I'm going to record it and watch it some other time. I just, Oh my Lord. Total dominance. What an ass whipping. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think TCU well, the one gave point, everything they had in that first game against Michigan. Yeah. I don't think they had anything left. Yeah. They were just outmatched. It was pretty brutal beat down. It was kind of a weird year with, with the fact that TCU got in there even though they didn't win their conference. I mean, this has happened a few times in the CFP era, I feel like, where there's actually not four teams that are deserving, but you got to pick four anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, this year you had two team, two non-conference winners out of the four teams. Um, I think the seeding was probably off with hindsight. I mean, I guess you can always, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but it probably would have made more sense just from a, a talent and a power ranking perspective to have TCU as the four and Ohio State as the three, which means this Georgia-TCU matchup would have been a semifinal matchup. Mm-hmm. And the Georgia-Ohio State thriller could have been the national championship game. But it also would have been weird for Michigan and Ohio State to have to, you know, have a rematch so soon after their first matchup. So I guess that's ultimately why. I think that's why they did it. I do too. Even though I I would have liked to seen it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a stickler for that would have been, that would have been interesting drama. I mean, it would have been a little bitter if uh, Ohio state won and knocked Michigan out in the semifinal, but similar thing happened in 2011 with Alabama and LSU where LSU beat Bama and then they ended up rematching in the BCS title game and Bama won. Mm. Um, I don't think I actually, I, that was the BCS era and I didn't always agree with the, the, oh, the BCS. Remember that the computers, oh, especially God. that year. I, I thought, okay, cause I remember I screwed that year, but in, yeah, in 2001, when the, the hurricanes beat the Nebraska, Nebraska didn't even win their conference. Colorado did. But they got yeah. or or something. I, I it forget was something like yeah. that. Something like Colorado because Colorado ended up playing Oregon, I believe, in the Fiesta Rose or something. Oh no, the Fiesta the Rose was the championship. But I remember Nebraska got in on points because they didn't. That's what it was. They didn't play in the conference championship or something. Mm-hmm. It was something weird. Yeah, something weird like that happened, and I was like, oh, BCS. <laughs> well, hopefully the expansion will help fix some of these issues where they can see teams a little bit more like they should than not yeah, be so it, concerned about rematches. It's uh, with the expansion, it's less likely you're going to get a blowout like that in the championship game. You're mm-hmm. not going to TCU can, can get one fluky win against Michigan and, and find themselves there, but that's yep. not going to be the case when it expands to 12. So right. this year just it kind of this year was a trade off because most years the semifinal games are blowouts. This year the two semifinal games were amazing, but then the championship game was a blowout. So it was kind of a trade trade off there. But just uh, a couple of interesting stats or fun stats for me, I guess, as a Georgia fan, is that the final score sixty five to seven, fifty seven point or 58-point margin of victory is the largest margin of victory in any bowl game in the history of bowl games. Not just mm. not just the largest margin in the championship game. 
Um, the previous record was uh, 56, <laughs> which ha- has happened a few times, including the mo- uh, about a week ago when LSU beat Purdue <laughs> 63 to 7. So that. <laughs> that Go Tigers! Was, uh, that was yeah. the previous. So anyway. And then. Um, just rub that salt in. He's been doing it to us all season, Brett. So yes, just, I have. Just it's push deserved. it right into the wound. Yes. Yeah, it, it's. I still feel it. I forgot about it until Brett just brought it up. <laughs> Had to bring it up. And um, <laughs> just an interesting stat for Georgia this year is that they beat a team, uh, one team out of each of the Power Five conferences at the end of the day. Which I'm oh. not. Maybe that's happened before. That but that's kind of that got to be pretty rare. That's hard that to even get that be. scheduled. Yeah. yeah, right, they, they right. Beat, they beat Oregon out of the Pac-12 to open the year. They beat uh, Georgia Tech as their ACC in-state rival. Um, they beat and then they beat Ohio State out of the Big Ten in the semifinal and out of the Big Twelve TCU and then obviously the SEC. SEC, yeah. So that's kind of a neat little stat. Yeah, that is cool. Um, <clears throat> so th- this is uh, this is rarefied air for me as an Atlanta sports fan. I'm not used to right. seeing my team win a championship, much less two in a row. Yeah, I got Braves, a couple of Georgia. Yeah, had had the Atlanta Braves win it uh, last year, and Georgia's won two in a row now. And this is like last year was the first time they had a championship in 41 years. They won in 1980, and they didn't win another, even though they had many good seasons, and they've been in the mix a few times, especially under Kirby Smart. They, I think they finished in the top three like six straight years or something, but they finally broke through last year, which is kind of a relief. I mean, uh, and the fact that they knocked off Alabama, too, made it extra special last year. But also the first one in 40 years, it was kind of a relief. And then this year, I think it was just pure like elation and joy because it's a, a, it was just a, it's a different feeling going back to back. I mean, honestly right. – I never thought I would be alive to see when a team that I root, rooted for win back. I mean, so difficult to win one, which I've learned over the first 41 years of my life. So, <laughs> um, yep. so and, and honestly, it's so, it's so interesting how uh, your expectations s- switch because now I'm already looking forward to like the chances of going back to back to back three in a row, which has not happened since the mighty golden gophers in 1934 through 1937, I believe maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Andrew remembers have, that well. They have like seven <laughs> national titles, but they haven't had anything in like 60 years. So, Andrew, well, you you were living in the dorms during that last championship run, right? <laughs> yeah, the dorms are right. something the dorms. like that. Yeah, something like that. Great Depression. Um, yeah. So who who's going to be the quarterback for Georgia next year? The odds-on favorite is Carson Beck. He's the guy that came what? in in the fourth quarter. Carson Beck? That's yeah. my that's my nephew's name. <laughs> Are you serious? Carson nice. Beck. Oh my God! I'm going to be a Georgia fan next year. Carson Beck. Yeah, that's my nephew. He's uh, four yeah. years old. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, Carson Beck. That's awesome. Wow. That's weird. Um, yeah, he he's the guy that came in in the fourth quarter. Um, he's I guess been the backup. 
uh, all year. I mean, they got they got a couple other guys on the roster. There's going to be a quarterback competition, and I, it's possible that they try to bring someone else in through the portal. But right now, it's he's the odds-on favorite. He's not as mobile as Bennett is. He's more of like a, a traditional pocket passer, but he does have the measurables line up to better than you know Bennett as far as his you know his arm strength, his accuracy, etc. So we'll see. Well, he was Mr. Football in the state of Florida. That's that's where something. He also looks like he's about half the age of Stetson Bennett. So <laughs> he's, he's definitely bigger. <laughs> as, as yeah, it says six four. That's that's pretty good size for a quarterback. Yeah, he has the look for sure. You um, got the look. And Georgia you has a ton of returning players. I mean, we'll I mean we'll see in April when the draft arrives how many. Last year they had fifteen players. That's crazy, and that's replacing that many draftees and still winning. That that's even. I mean, that's a lot that's of more on defense. Yeah. yeah. Oof, it's, it's just insane. Georgia's the new Bama. They saying. Their fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> your face is jamming. That, your head you know, is heavy slamming. Georgia's always been really good. Um, at least. In recent history as far as scheduling a, a one tough power five a non-conference game in addition to georgia tech which is occasionally a tough game but more more often than not it hasn't been so like this year they had oregon the year before that they had clemson next year they were supposed to have oklahoma but because oklahoma is moving to the sec and the and the back mm. half of their home and home is going to occur after they've already moved in. Then the SEC basically made them cancel the game, so they had to last minute replace Oklahoma with Ball State. Ooh. So, oh, God, that's that's exactly. Ball State. So I Second know that favorite. They're going to get a lot of. <laughs> uh, they're going to get a lot of flag from people making fun of their non conference schedule, and. They're also in, you know, in the enviable position of now being the favorite. They're going to have a lot of, you know, just the the layman fans are going to be rooting against Georgia next year, anyway. So, but you know, um, in this era of college football, you whoever wins the championship is ultimately going to earn it. The path to get to the playoff may be a little bit easier. But once you're there, you still got to win. I mean, you got to win. Usually you're going to have to win your conference title game, which is going to be a top five, top 10 team. Then you're going to have to win a semifinal game against a top five team. Then you're going to have to win a championship game. You're going to have to win like three very difficult games in a row, whoever you are, uh, you know, whatever conference you're from in order to get a championship. So at the end of the day, I don't think uh, strength of schedule is going to be a real knock um, but you're going to hear that argument, I, I think, throughout the year when people are projecting who's going to be the top four to make the playoffs. And you're going to be looking Syracuse, at Minnesota, Rutgers, and Ball State will be the four. <laughs> That'll be a right. Race, woman, wo- maybe in women's sw- swimming or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. But just going back to that game, it was just it was just the, almost the perfect game that Georgia played. They gave up one busted coverage, sixty yard pass that led to 
the TCU's only touchdown. Otherwise, it probably would have been a shutout. But beyond that, TCU could hardly move the ball. Uh, Max Duggan was sacked five times. They had, I think they ended up with like nine first downs over the course of the game, but it didn't even feel like they, I mean, they were barely getting first downs. There were a lot of, I feel like a lot of three and outs. Georgia only punted the ball one time. It was just from beginning to end, it was about the most perfect performance you could you could have. So All right, um, all right, so, all right. You and nine touchdowns, right, Brett? Yeah, nine touchdowns, one missed extra point. Otherwise, it would have been 66 to 7. <laughs> but yeah, uh, game was, what a disappointment, huh? Field goal. Yeah. Welcome to East New York. They scored oh, on 11 out of their – or 10 out of their 11 drives, I think. So, <laughs> so anyway, cool. a, lot, a lot of fun. I'm still I'm still on a high. It's like, what, three three days later, and I haven't really come down from the clouds yet. So, oh, that's yeah, great. It was a lot of fun. Solo's trying to kick Brett's feet off the ottoman over here. He's <laughs> 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 East New York in him. It's like playing I did, music. I East, the, I East uh, New York them a little early. Speech. Yeah. I did feel bad for the TCU fans that actually made the trip out to LA. I did feel bad for them. That's got to yeah. be rough. Well, but they had a really they had a really good year. I'm I'm glad that you cannot bet on college sports in Oregon because I was going to bet twenty bucks on TCU because I'm always an <laughs> underdog. And, uh, and then I went to bet it, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot you can't bet college in Oregon. So. I saved oh, really? myself twenty bucks. You saved twenty bucks. Put it on the Niners. Yeah, baby. That's Cover. what I'm gonna do. Well, hey, is that it? Are we uh we done with our college talk? Congrats, Brett. Yeah, we're done. Hey. College. All right. Well, this has been a great podcast. I do want to take the time to thank everyone that's been on this journey with us through this NFL season. The playoffs are gonna be even better. I think we're gonna have some amazing games. I'm gonna get some more ribs. And uh, <laughs> put a picture of the ribs on the Facebook page if you want to look at it. Last week, I also got some chicken, which was delicious, deep fried. Ooh, boy. Yeah, I got to take a little bit of a gas pill and an acid pill after that one, folks. I'm an old man. Um, does anyone want to hear anything about anything else I ate this week? Or, <laughs> or are we ending I was the podcast? thinking... I was thinking of your uh, Tuesday uh, afternoon snack. What did you have? <laughs> I had some ramen, actually. It was uh, oh. pretty. No green onions, though. Can't do green onions. Listen, everybody. Great podcast. Great night. Great season. We'll be back next week. Then we'll be talking about the conference. Uh, the No, the divisional round. Divisional round. Um, all the way up to the Super Bowl. Thanks for sending in your picks, a hustler. Welcome to West Manhattan. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lisa and Marie Presley. Yeah. I'd like to say good luck, real quick, to Ando and Heath. Yeah, uh, for your teams, baby. Yep. Oh, I, you know, I'm real quick. I'm just glad it's isolated on Monday night, so I can enjoy the weekend. And then, <laughs> if when the Cowboys lose on Monday, then I can just get through it during the week and then be excited for the divisional round. I, you know what? You're going to have that impending sense of dread though the entire weekend, aren't you? Uh, nah. No, yeah. okay. I'm just excited the Vikes are back in the playoffs. It's been a long time, so I want you guys. I, I hope they win, and 
That's all I'm gonna. I'm just gonna enjoy the enjoy it while it lasts. I guess. Yeah, I hope you. Both I have no faith. I want you to be I happy. No all right, take us out, Solo. All right, boys. Good job. It's been a great season. Let's enjoy these playoffs and the Pro Bowl flag football. All right. Ando, BTK, Folo, this is Solo. Welcome to East New York.